It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Education Minister, Norma Foley, is facing a revolt by some rural politicians over the contents of a first-year wellbeing textbook called Make a Difference. One of the topics covered is greyhound racing and it focuses on difficulties within the sport around animal cruelty. Fine Gael Senator Tim Lombard is one of those not happy with how the topic is covered and he now joins me. Good morning to you, Tim. Good morning, Tim. Now, firstly, just to explain to listeners, under what subject is this textbook used? It's a well-being subject. So that's basically it's a book or a publication that's out to help children going to school about, you know, their own self-well-being and what they need to be kind of asking themselves or how they need to be interacting with society itself. So that's prim- primarily where it is. It wasn't a topic there, no, in my day. It's all new to me. It's the, it's the CSPE, isn't that, isn't that yes. what it's called? Yeah. And everyone yeah. in first year, it's a junior cycle topic. Our subject. Yeah. So everyone, everyone, first year, second year, and third year do do this topic, do this subject. Yes, yeah. so roughly okay. around ninety thousand children do it every year, and you know, it's kind of you know asking questions about them and society and how they feel about things. You know, okay, really, really good subject by by all accounts, and it gets children thinking and engaging and, and whatever. So it's so it's terrific. So it's the it's the chapter making a difference, which includes a piece called, or the book is making a difference, and the chapter is yes. called "Going to the Dogs." What yes. part of the text do you most disagree with? I suppose when I looked at this text, it was sent on to several people, and I don't have children now in that age yet, so it was sent on, and I looked at the text, and there was a, a part of the actual text was about you know cutting ears ears off dogs, and what would you do if you saw that? And I looked at the actual five or six questions. And my problem with the entire debate about this was, I've no problem people asking questions, but it has to balance. I think that was my real argument when I read it. I think, you know, the dog, dog industry has gone through its ups and downs in the last few years, but a balanced debate was what I was looking for or looking for in this actual text itself. And I didn't think it was balanced. And I think, you know, it showed real negative impacts of what the actual dog industry has been involved in or allegedly involved in over the last few decades. And it didn't give a true reflection of the changes, what's happening, and where the dog industry sits now in our actual psyche itself. So I just thought when I read it that if you were to have this about the dairy industry tomorrow morning, you would have all the negative issues about the dairy industry and not about the positives about what the dairy industry could do. The same could be said about other industries or other professions. So when I read this, I just thought the lack of balance was the biggest issue. I have no problem debating the issue, inside out and outside in. But we need to have a balanced debate when you put those questions before anything up to 80 or 90,000 students. 
Okay, now the, 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 it does, just to, and, and again, because I'm very aware of it, most people won't have seen the text, the opening statement does say that greyhound racing is legal in Ireland, many dogs seem to enjoy the chase, come to no harm, and that most dogs are well cared for. But, now that's, but that's the only positive part. It then goes on to list yes. the problems within greyhound uh, racing, things like some dogs are raced when they're not well or not fit to race, unsuccessful greyhounds are sometimes abandoned, they're even put down, and when some Greyhounds become too old to race, they're, they're, they're abandoned. Greyhounds bred in Ireland have green tattoo marks in both ears, which I didn't know, and that's to identify them. Some owners cut off the dog's yeah, ears um, when they abandon them, so they, therefore they cannot be uh, identified. And then they're asking the young people to discuss it and what would they do uh, to end this uh, cruelty. So do you think it could be recruiting young people to anti-blood sports groups? Ah, I think, you know, you could be, yeah, look, this is a very emotive issue both ways. I'm sure there's going to be debate one way or the other. I hope this isn't, you know, a kind of, you know, underlying activity that you're trying to promote one way or the other. I think it was an issue that the department just needs to look at. I actually don't think they fundamentally went out to actually blanket, have a view one way or the other. But unfortunately, they have. And I think you were right. The first opening statement was the only kind of positive statement in the entire thing. And the one that got me really going, and I know a, a little about, about the industry, was the issue about cutting years of the dogs themselves. Like that Are you when, saying that doesn't happen? Well, in my opinion, I've never once any dog with a year of thanks to God. Uh, I know for that all dogs are microchipped. The actual tattooing of the year is only a marking for the track itself. The microchipping is in the actual, you know, the neck itself. Every dog there can be traced by the microchip in the actual skin. So I've never in my lifetime, and I have limited experience of the dog, have seen any dog with a year uh, tampered with like that. Okay, so now like, I know Folans, uh, they're the publisher of this book, uh, Making it, uh, a Difference. They've come out and defended their portrayal of greyhound racing. They say the language used in the section of the greyhound racing is measured and it is, consi- uh, and it is considered. They also said widespread research was conducted when putting the together the contents of the book and they include it as part of their research. The RT investigates are running for their lives. Now Tim, all of us that watch that programme Which I do will, will know there's huge cruelty within the greyhound industry and it was there for all to see. Yeah, and like that documentary proved and showed those issues there. It also had a timeline regarding windows when that actually happened itself. We sat for hours in Iraq just hearings going through both sides of the argument and we learned the timelines of the evidence, what happened. We also learned about the microchipping and we also learned about the new regime that's coming about in the actual dog racing industry itself. One of the people that contacted me was a son or sorry, whose daughter was going to first year and like her, his view was, will his daughter now be vilified because they have greyhounds at home? And I thought that was an issue that when I heard I think I had to speak out because we've seen what happens with children in school. And I do not believe that to have one line of portrayal of this is appropriate. If we're to have a debate, and I have no problem with a debate, let's have it balanced. And I don't think this book gives a balanced portrayal about what's happening in the industry. Did it mention the microchipping? Did it say the actual regime of knowing exactly where the dog was going from when it was born onwards is actually in a microchip? It didn't. Like, that's the kind of information that society needs to be aware of. 
And unfortunately, they weren't made aware of by this publication. And if you had a child who was starting first year, who was known to be walking a greyhound, how would she feel, or her feel, or him, tomorrow morning? Yeah, and and, and, fa- and people will know families that keep greyhounds. Yeah, for sure. Stay totally. there because Tony Winters. Tra- oh, he's gone. Uh, Tony, if John Paul wants to get him back on. Tony trains greyhounds. Uh, he's somebody else who is is very annoyed about it. So you feel then the Folan saying this is measured and considered. You disagree. You think I it totally isn't measured and considered. And I look. My I've never owned a greyhound in my life. I'd be perfectly honest, right? Never had the only greyhound I ever walked in my life was my late brother Gerald's greyhound, right? When Gerald was dying, cancer for those eighteen months, his interest in the dog kept him going. The dog wouldn't catch a cold. We all knew that, but like it was a great interest for him. And I honestly believe having a dog, one man operation, dog and his man walking the dog in the roads, like that's something that keeps people mentally occupied too, keeps them mentally going through. Times. But it, but and the text, but the text did say that most most at dogs the start only are yeah. At the start. Okay, stay the there because Tony Winters wants to get involved in this. Who trains uh, greyhounds? And he's actually seen the. Te- You've seen the text, have you, Tony? I have. Yeah, I read oh, it. I was fighting the night with it. Okay, and why? Why are you, I, because it's all negative? Is is that your main view? I have two views. If I could get to two of them, the first one is it's all negative, and if they wanted to be balanced. They should have put a couple of more boxes down the bottom saying about all the money just raised for charity, the way greyhounds are well-minded and all that. So I mean, the balance would have been a fierce help and in the inaccuracy, it's what kills me completely. Such as? Well, the cutting off years, right? Yeah. I was inspecting my kennels yesterday and I asked the steward, he does all of Munster and nearly all of Ireland, and I asked him how many cases of years cut off has he come across. He said there was one case maybe 20 years ago. And he said that was the only one that's ever reported them. And so if I made that statement about radio broadcasters that someone was a paedophile or a tax evader, it would not be a fair statement. And that's terrible, that stuff put out. That's complete lies. One case in 20 years, it's just not not bad. Okay, what about asking what happens to greyhounds when they're no longer well or fish enough to race? What happens to greyhounds... When their racing life is over? It's a very good question and a question that should be asked all the time. The rehoming program in Morton Lagoon is, is after, is, there's thousands of dogs being rehomed and it's really taking effect and it's very effective. The days of greyhounds being discounted might be prehistoric to say as slapping children in national school. The days are gone. Do greyhounds still end up in China, Irish greyhounds? No. Is that stopped? That I just went to board. I just grew up board. Won't leave anyone sent the dog to China. All right, that's and yeah. Okay, I'm glad to hear that because the cruelty, the cruelty thing. involved there was shocking. Shocking, and I will say one thing: that the people owning greyhounds here don't want their greyhound going to China, and they don't go to China. So you say that there is a successful rehoming program? Absolutely. Okay. It's flying. There are people <laughs> sixty and seventy years of age that never heard of it before, and they're doing it now. Yeah, and, and I know a friend of mine took in a greyhound. They they make the most magnificent pet. Well, they do. Yeah. And I've given, I've sorted out loads of people with rehoming dogs and every one of them ring back and they say, the dog is beautiful, we love him. And that's the way forward for the industry, but that is the way it is going. 
Uh, t- Tim, you've got, you've, have you made contact with Minister Norma Foley and what, so, if you have, what reaction did you get? Yeah, look, roughly, I, well, I, I've written to Minister Foley. I haven't got a response yet. Look, this is August. This is, you know, yourself, crazy times. So I haven't got a response. But I just think, I think when you have these publications, if the dog racing um, issue today, it could be the dairy industry tomorrow. It could be broadcasters the day after. I don't know where this is going. Like, we need to have an informed, balanced debate, and both sides of that arc need to be published. And I think, unfortunately, in this case, they haven't done that. Like, even if they did the line that there was 2,000 um, animals or dogs rehomed last year, I think it was nearly 2,000, that'd be the kind of information that people want to hear, you know? And I think if we had that balanced debate, I think it would be better for society, not only for the industry, but for the entire debate about where this industry is going to go. Okay, and I'm just also been told Folans, who published uh, the book, say they are now aware of the concerns raised by the greyhound uh, industry. They're prepared to make suitable examples of good greyhound welfare part of the digital resources for teachers and uh, students, but they're not going to pull the book. Is that good enough, Tim? I don't think it is, really. I think, you know, if they can do this research and come up with, unfortunately, an un, uh, a biased view, they should actually do the animal thing here now and just pull the book and republish. I think that's really needs to happen. But they also say they've received positive feedback from both animal welfare groups and members of the public who welcome students discussing and reviewing topics such as greyhound racing. Um, is, is that not a good point, uh, Tony? Is At least young people will be discussing greyhound racing and it might... People might get interested. I, I'd, love to, I'd love to have young people discussing greyhound racing. But if you put five scenarios and they're all bad, how could we expect anything good to come out of it? If you put ten scenarios, five bad, five good, you'll have some chance. And, like, it's just, it's, this, this is the mantra that the NTs go on with. The five of them, the poor points in the book, are what the NTs are spouting all the time. And it's amazing how that got into the book. With no positive side to it. Okay. All right. And Tim, your big worry and concern are for, and in the main, they're rural young people who families, and listen, it happens in towns as well, but, yeah, it's really rural, but a lot of rural families will keep greyhounds. Yeah. And you're, you're afraid that they'll be targeted if this ends up as a discussion in the classroom. Well, you will take a class of 30 first years and they're going to debate this, which I hope they will. And they'll have five negative points. And Mary in the corner walks her father's greyhound every evening when she goes home. There's going to be a knock-on effect yeah, straight yeah. away. And okay. I think that just makes no logical sense. Okay, okay, listen, Tony, Tony. Can I say one more thing? You can, more? yeah, you can. Right. In the Greyhounds, when you have a brood bitch, she's only allowed six litters in her lifetime. They're the most regulated animals in, in the world, the Greyhounds. We can only breed them six times. We must microchip them, DNA test them, and the whole lot. We are the most regulated sport in the world, but we just have an anti-brigade out there out to get us. And that is the simple Yeah, but, but but is that because there was a lot of cruelty involved in the industry? I won't deny yeah. things yeah. happened long ago, but they were near as widespread as you're saying. Okay. And they've been eliminated. And these folks just want to eliminate us. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Mind, mind yourself, that's Tony Winters who, who breeds greyhounds. And just finally, t- Tim, to you before we go, uh, just on a different topic, because I saw a press release from you landed on my desk yesterday. You're encouraging people to contribute their ideas on how we can make Ireland a better place. It's the Better Ireland initiative. Yeah, look, this is an initiative by Fine Gael, but how we want to try and remould or re generate Ireland in the next few years coming forward. We're looking for ideas, we're looking for proposals, we're looking for what society wants going forward. 
So we're having, you know, we're going to formulate policy over the next six or eight months and we're going to make a real kind of plank of our policy of what the actual society wants. And look, we've gone through huge changes. COVID has changed us in so many, so many ways. And I just think because of that, our policies and the policies of Ireland have to change accordingly. Like even the work-at-home policy. Like I was talking to a colleague of mine there lately and I'd say, do you know, 25 to 30% of all people now be working from home. Could we have seen that three years ago? No, no. no. It's a huge no. change. You've changed And we're we're coming out of this pandemic, a very different Ireland for sure. Uh, Tim, we leave it there. Thank you for that and thanks uh, for joining us. That is uh, Senator Tim uh, Lombard. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.